we here at Hami Media Group proceed to grow exponentially month by month. And we could not do it without our army of loyal listeners, as well as the absolute best sponsors in the free market today. Hami Media is proud to give our 100% guarantee that our sponsors offer the absolute very best in their respective industries. And all of them offer products and services that will be of tremendous value to you. Not able to go to a gym? Or would you rather train at home to improve your health, lower your risk of getting sick, or have the body you always wanted? Then check out Stevie Richards Fitness, the most valuable workout program you can find in 2020, costing just a fraction of what the big companies charge, but with unmatched superior quality at StevieRichardsFitness.com. And after your workout, you'll probably be hungry. But how can you be sure what you're putting in your stomach is of premium quality? We can't speak for other brands, but we can speak of Zordo's olive oil. Does your olive oil at home say ultra premium? Ultra premium is a distinction that olive oil brands can only legally claim if they meet very strict standards and guidelines. Most olive oils cannot meet such rigid requirements, but Zordo's olive oil does with its imported ultra premium Greek olive oil. Taste the difference for yourself at ZordosOliveOil.com. And speaking of consuming quality products, it's important to start your day off on the right foot. Don't run it by drinking watered-down bean juice. Wake up and have a cup of bro, bro, with the Coffee Brosters, the only place you can get the limited edition Vince Russo Coffee. Organic Nicaraguan fair trade coffee roasted to perfection with notes of milk chocolate and walnut straight from the farm to your coffee mug at thebroasters.com. And of course, you can't profile without style. And what better way to look stylish and support your favorite independent wrestling talent than with some swag from Pro Wrestling Tees. Offering original merchandise for your favorite pro wrestlers you can't find anywhere else and a great way to give back to those who sacrifice their bodies for our entertainment. Check out all the latest and greatest pro wrestling shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com. Thank you once again to all of our sponsors as well as our loyal listeners. We cannot do what we do without you, and we are only just getting started. We cannot express our gratitude enough. Thank you, and enjoy the show. I have dry balls. Balls so dry, they explode like dust. Suck my balls, suck my balls. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy? Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? That one. <laughs> suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck my balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, Kyle. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them drag, Kyle. Suck my balls, Kyle. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt balls. Suck my big balls in your hairy, hairy butt balls. What is that? It's my balls! <laughs> God damn it, Carmen! <laughs> How would you like to suck my balls? What did you say? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Garrison? Holy shit, dude.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Check My Vows right here on a litany of fucking networks. Hami Media Group. Oh, SaladReview.com. Network. I'm your host on the scene where the air is clean and I'm lighting up, lighting up, lighting up. Green. Green. Or I'm hanging out with my boys. What's up? Time out, time out, time out. Scoop, Jackson. Time out, time out, time out, time out. And then we got Joe over there up in the corner. <laughs> we got, he's grudgy on the outside. <laughs> Sweet on the inside like a smooth, milky way behind. <laughs> Vernola virus himself. Joe, 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 Joe. Vernola, 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 Vernola. I got that right twice improv. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, you get his right. Both times, but like yours, you can't do. I got, I got, I got nothing right now. I'm gonna need a couple minutes. <laughs> I'm a little bit clamped. Talk amongst yourselves. Should we do it the first time? No, first no. Time. Here we go. This is a work, brother. This is a work. I was fine, bro, bro. This is a shoot, bro, 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 bro. Listen. Brother, brother. We're back for All another right. edition. Of Check my bath. I'm your host on the scene where the air is clean, as I already mentioned. I'm, and I've smoked a lot of green. Um, and I'm joined each and every week by these dudes. You can also find us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. That's dope. Yeah, bro. I got us on iHeartRadio, bro. It's a cover, bro. Whoa. I'll edit that out. Pandora, maybe one day if I submit us there. I know that we can... Like I feel like Spotify now is free reign for us because uh, our host anchor introduced some sort of new agreement with Spotify where you can use their pot, their music. So like your, you can use artist music. So those, those artists will get compensated. So like we don't have to pay for it. So like, uh, I feel like that's a great incentive. And then the, obviously the musicians get paid for it because they're getting oh, the listens. No, so right, go ahead. So everybody benefits if you use it through this platform. I'm not saying it's applicable everywhere. I just know that with this partnership, that they allow us to use Spotify Music. So I might edit in certain things, but like there's certain parameters, like a you know, like a normal radio would be like you can only use it between 10 minutes of talking segments that can only be for this length of time and etc. So there's still some restrictions, but it's something to uh, discover. But that being said, it's interesting to see from a business standpoint, uh, maybe the way of music gets introduced into podcasts where the levying of costs is taken off from the, the podcast producer when that music itself is already freely uh, listenable on all uh, platforms, right? So That's like, why not? Changer. So why not just integrate it more thereby at least incentivizing uh, the uh, podcast user to use more music as well as giving the artist an opportunity to now get additional hits and now they can market themselves in different ways. That's what I would think they'd be doing. If they're not doing that, someone just probably just stole my idea and they're going to do that and uh, just you know make us your number one show on there and that then i'll know that you made it so jack move sucker i'm just saying uh, but we're here to talk about south park guys uh, another edition hooked on monkey phonics it's uh I, I don't know if it's necessarily a classic i would say it's one of those episodes that's definitely forgettable but it's also it got some very interesting character developed from kyle itself in this episode oh so from man. that stamp so from that standpoint, it's a very significant episode in a whole. Yeah. I, I always forget that in this episode, dude, this is the smoothest 
with a girl we ever see Kyle. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, whoa, he's got some moves. Right. <clears throat> that was dope. Well, it's right. interesting. It's interesting to see the character. I guess you'd, not, you'd say development of Kyle from the prior season, where he was playing Truth or Dare in the clubhouse. This episode, well, you can go back and watch that review right here on on YouTube. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. I'm not going to do the cheesy thing where I point and it makes a little ding. We're not doing that. But like, if you if you want to go ahead and uh, check us out further, there'll be end cards here, season two reviews all up there. But clubhouse is on that episode. Kyle, of course, Bebe wanted to like. Ooh, look at that ass. Yeah, so, it really makes sense why they're all into Kyle. Because he's Jew? Well, no. It, no, I was talking about the fact that he can play a guitar and that like usually adds like five to mm. six points on any dude. Like if <laughs> I could play a guitar... Well, I can play a guitar, but I don't. I, I mean, yes, it does increase sexual appeal one hundred percent. I'm not going to deny that. Right, but in yeah. Kyle's case, as Cartman lays out, three strikes, bro. Ginger, Jewish, Jersey. Here's <laughs> 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 so like, three J's. Ginger, yeah. two Jersey, or J's. Three strikes, yeah. Three strikes. So, in that regard, as we find out yeah. later on in the years to Kyle's character development, he more or less continues to become kind of a dick. And in this one, he kind of gets what's coming to him, uh, but not necessarily his fault. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to blame Kyle for what happens here as we explain it, but I'd still say he kind of has a comment to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So let's get into the opening onset here of this episode, right? We've got Cartman sitting in his, uh, I guess you'd say dining room with his mommy. And uh, his mom tells him that, look, sweetheart, I got you this hooked on monkey. For- well, actually, she starts out by saying, you know, come into the dining room. We're going to train and study for the spelling bee. And Cartman says, man, man, yeah, we need spelling bee. And Leanne replies by saying, well, this year I've got you something that's going to help you become a better, uh, I, what's the word she didn't say, but a literary, uh, I, I don't know, phonetic, I guess you might say. You'd have right. better literary phonetics. Um, which is a phonics, I, I guess the variation of the word phonic itself. No, I got you something that's going to help you win the big spelling bee tomorrow. Ma'am, I'm not going to win the spelling bee. I never do. This year's going to be different. Look, I got you hooked on monkey phonics. What the hell is hooked on monkey phonics? It's a new way to learn how to read and spell, and it comes with everything you need to help win that spelling bee. What? It says we just put the cassette into a tape player hooked on monkey phonics in this case. So they're making fun of the hooked on phonics for those who might be too uh, young to uh, understand and comprehend what hooked on hooked on (laughs) monkey phonics hooked on phonics was hooked on phonics was like at least around from, I got to imagine the seventies, eighties. Right. Mm -hmm. And it had to have at least gone up until the early two thousands. I remember when I was really little, a couple of my neighbor kids had hooked on phonics. I remember the ads on Nickelodeon and the phone number to order it was literally like A, B, C, D, E, F, G. 
Call one eight hundred A B C D E F G. Right, something stupid like Hooked that. Yeah, it's worked for me. Hooked on phonics worked for me. But you know, I tried calling them once, and there's a little disclaimer at the bottom. It said must be eighteen years or older. So I kept calling them. By the third or fourth time, the guy was like, "I'm gonna call the fucking cops if you keep calling." And I was like, and I'm like standing right next to my dad, and my dad takes the phone and he's like, "Hello." And he's like, oh, hello, sir. Sorry, we just were not allowed to talk to children on the phone. And he was like, you're talking about selling stuff to children, but you're not allowed if, if a child calls in. He's like, no. And my dad hung up. So I was like, good on you, dad. I appreciate it. <laughs> thank, thank, thank you for not putting me on. Hold on, Monix. But those but, – so let me explain. I guess let me explain what it was. Hooked on Phonics was a training system for kids that helps them spell, read, do reading, writing, and arithmetic. Right? It was like an at home on VHS and also on cassettes in certain cases for cassettes. My, there's like a whole set where you get like cassettes, VHS, flashcards, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. I remember did my you have neighbor- on Phonics? No, and the neighbor kid did. Oh, okay. <laughs> Probably like. Probably like the tapes you're supposed to listen to in your sleep, like subliminal learning or whatever. Yeah. Like, I, have, you ever, have you ever done that, Joe? You've ever done like no. subliminal listening? No, no, no. It, I've it just worked. heard about it. It works. I have, yeah. I've done it. I mean, I, I've like had a food baby and like played it Mozart. Oh my God. You, that sounded a lot funnier in my head. You played Mozart for your stomach so that way you could take a, a large shall chunk. We, of? Shall we mention the reverence that he laid Did you on? take a large <laughs> chunk, Larger? Oh, it had to be at least eight carrots. Eight carrots. I got one of the nine and a half carrots. Nine and a half carrots. I swear on your life. Yeah, 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 yeah. This has officially been off the rails for like 18 minutes now. Well, it started off with a rocky start with it off the rails. With it literally, we didn't even start on the rails. We have to literally started on off the rails. So, all right, let's get back in the episode. So, Cartman's got this now uh, monkey phonics, and it's teaching him at T H there chalk chalk. So it, it, they are trying to teach Cartman how to spell. And Cartman's like, I'm going to win the spelling bee. So he thinks he's going to win. We flash forward immediately to the spelling bee now, right? Jimbo tells everyone, this is funny. I bet on Kyle to win. And Gerald's like, Kyle, Kyle, he's our man. If he can't win it, I'm out 50 bucks. You bet money on my son to win? Sure, when it comes to spelling bees, always bet on the Jew. You're going down, bitch. Shut up, fat ass. Everyone knows I can spell better than you. Yeah, well, this year I have a secret weapon. You bet on my son to win the spelling bee? And Chip was like, yeah, always bet on the Jew. <laughs> <laughs> so fucked. Oh, oh, so messed up. Uh, but uh, And it doesn't hold well later on now here in 2020. But you know what, Carp- uh Sorry, not Carp- but South Park doesn't really care, now does it? So, no. That being said, uh, Kyle and Cartman are preparing while Cartman and Kyle argue on who's going to win. And then suddenly two homeschool kids show up, new characters that we've never seen and we'll never see again. Mark and Rebecca Cotswolds show up to Jimbo's apparent anger because they're like, who the hell is that? And they're like, oh, those are the homeschool kids. Homeschool kids? Hey, wait a minute. That's not fair. You can't mix them in with the regular kids. The two homeschool children, Rebecca and Mark Cotswolds. 
What? Homeschool kids? Who the hell are they? Hey, that's not fair! You can't let homeschool kids into a public school spelling bee! What's a homeschool kid? I don't know, dude. I've never seen them before. I thought that was interesting. There was a little bit of underlining uh, segregation. Maybe a little bit of prejudice. Can't say racism, but prejudice. Out of all the mm -hmm. characters that disappear, let's talk about how these two are the goat of the ones that come and go. What? Out of all, right? of, the, out of, all of the characters that disappear, these two are the fucking goats. I, I mean, at some point in time, I bet they become background characters, I bet, in yeah. certain later episodes. I don't know. We'll probably see them. And we'll probably be able to point them out. But like, um, as far as we know right now, yes, this will be the only time we really see Unless them. they had a three-way with the chicken, they are not as great as the chicken fucker. They are not as great as the chicken. Oh, you're right. The chicken fucker who went Give to fucking Give to the too. magic of reading. Read the magic of reading. <laughs> reading. But you know what? I. But you know what? He makes what later appearances. He makes later appearances in the video game. And according oh. to South Park creators, it's that's considered that's all canon. canon. Damn it! Yeah. Damn it! You're canon. right. He comes <laughs> back. So give in. He's a magic Even Mitch Connor comes back. Right? Oh my god! That was yeah. Can we do an episode on the video games? <laughs> You know what? Scoop's been bugging me about that. He keeps sending me messages. Yo, bro, got this game. About to 100% this shit, bro. Get hype! And I'm like, all right. Bro. I still have to find the last Yowie. I mean, I have not 100% completed South Park Stick of Truth only because there's it's a very hard game yeah. to complete 100%. Um, well, hold on. But before you jump in, I was going to say, but Fractured Butthole, I mean, I've completed that 100%. Go ahead, Scoop. I was going to say, I'm getting the capture card for my Switch. We can do a thing here where we, like, 100% both of them. Like, all On the Xbox, way. PlayStation, and fucking Nintendo Switch, because we all three have systems. Yep. That would be pretty cool. What and if we, we did side all... by side by side? What if it was one race to rule them all? Who's going to get 100% first? Find out on the next edition of My Balls in Your Ears review. Yeah, the, uh, the that's the, the new affiliation. My Balls mm -hmm. in Your Ears. Suck my balls, my balls in your ears. Yeah. Balls on your shoulders, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, you know, Joe, so. Joe, yeah, Joe, you want to jump in here? Uh, the extra vinegary. The extra vinegary. Oh, my God. We got to get back the into this episode. <laughs> Let's get back, this. <laughs> get back into this fucking episode. Oh, I'm going to edit. There's going to be so much, so much editing. So much editing. Uh, the, so uh, now, as we mentioned, uh, Jimbo is fervently upset, and now we've got the spelling bee underway. Now, was it the mayor that was or that was the host of the spelling bee? I think it was, right? I think it was, yeah. Mayor McDaniel's, yeah. So yeah. Mayor McDaniel's is the host, and she's all reading the like the the names. Uh, what was the first one? Oh, conscientious. And, and Kyle's like, what? And then Kyle's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and then so Mark says the whatever spells the conscientious mm -hmm. word, and then the next word is chair. I believe is what it was. And yep. it was Cartman. And he couldn't spell chair. And the monkey, the monkey wasn't working. And the monkey, you which the you monkey can see here. 
I oh, think the, the monkey was working, just not for Cartman. I was going to say, if you look here in the background, if you're watching on YouTube, you notice the GIF in the background. You can slightly see of the monkey here. <laughs> so the monkey itself was supposed to play along to the beat, Scoop, to help Cartman. Take my bad. To spell. Unfortunately, the monkey was jacking off. Did you notice that? Like was- yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So the monkey was, uh, well, the monkey was, uh, I guess, playing his own monkey phonic. He's playing his own skin flute. <laughs> he was <laughs> monkeying <laughs> off, if you will. Yeah, he was monkeying off. Hey, hey, hey. hey, hey, we're the monkeys. People say we like to party around. Was that the word to the song? Hey, yeah. Hey, we're the monkeys. Anyway, so Kyle is trying to compete for this word or sorry for this spelling bee as well and it gets down to him mark and rebecca and the word he gets is uh cruxification is that what the word was i believe is that even a real word i don't know look it up scoop while we're talking about this next part so cruxification cruxification and so kyle's like can you use it in a sentence cruxification is a very hard word it's a very hard word to spell uh, so that was uh and so kyle tries to spell it unfortunately he can't spell it and in the end mark and rebecca are victorious so while scoop is still looking up the word we'll segue into this conversation i wanted mm-hmm. to happen about this uh, episode uh vanilla virus did you ever participate in a spelling bee uh yes that and the geography bee tell um, me about your spelling bee experience the spelling bee i Got past the school level and then like I was on county level and it's not where you they don't do that whole like stage thing where you have to spell in front of people and stuff until you get to like the state level before that it's all just like scantrons and like friggin written tests and stuff so it's not nearly as cool or any of that the um the geography b was pretty much the same thing although that one was like most of the time it was up on stage and like answering the questions jeopardy style and all that fun stuff no it's not a real word not a real word it's not a real word all right same question to you buddy have you ever competed oh fuck no i'm a terrible speller i am god awful speller no, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what I never competed in a spelling bee. I want to. My school that I was either at never had it, or maybe I moved away when they had it or something. But or maybe I was just never nerdy enough to know where that was. So, uh, and I'm not saying you had to be a nerd. I'm just saying at that point in time, back then during the early '90s, there was of course a classification of what a nerd was, yeah. and like I, I didn't hang around people that were doing spelling bees. So like it's not like I knew. Yeah. Uh, so that 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 segment of high school, they, those people would be considered more nerdy. But as a, as one of my actual crutches of watching television on ESPN, I do enjoy watching the spelling bee. To be quite right, honest. that's so awesome when it happens. Yeah, but like, I like I wonder like, well, why you'll I watch it. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, all right. You're like like I wonder. Over. Sometimes I wonder why I got bullied in junior high and stuff. And then I make comments about being in the spelling bee and geography bee, and it all makes sense. Kyle is taking a liking to Rebecca and develops a crush on her. 
Stan, oh, yeah. okay. Kyle, and Kenny then ask Mark what homeschooling is, and it's explained to Cartman what homeschooling is. And Cartman's like, "What? Yeah, I, I can stay home. Oh, what a wonderful day it can be!" So he breaks out into a song and dance, and <laughs> they uh, stands like, uh, "Shut up, uh, uh, butt muncher, asshole, or whatever he calls him. You know, guy shit, whatever." Yeah. And then they they yell back and forth, and Mark's like, "Wait, I thought you guys were friends." And Stan's like, "Yeah, dude, we are friends." <laughs> or actually, they both were like, "Yeah, we're friends. That's what we do. We guys just, you know, you know, mess and with each other." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that kind of leaves though yeah. Mark puzzled. So we quickly switch over now back to the residents of the homeschool, where they've got their trophies now. They want to hang it up or put it up on a shelf or whatever white people do in suburban homes so at their home mark asks if he can go to public school to which his parents reluctantly allow and kyle then later that evening drops in knocks on the door and he's like uh can i see rebecca and the mom's like uh yeah sure so yeah it's so awkward because she goes and gets rebecca but doesn't leave and she ends up sitting there the whole time and kyle adds up of course feeling awkward about the whole situation and able to talk to Rebecca in private. And it's just like, hi. Okay. Bye. And he runs off. And now the dad's freaking out. You see, you see, we shouldn't have let them go to the spelling bee and we shouldn't let them do homeschool or anything like, or go to regular school because these kids are going to corrupt them. So it just, it, not not off to a good start for uh, Mr. Cotswold. You know, he's a little afraid. He's he's living in his own bubble. We'll get to bubbles here. At school, Cartman has had enough of Mr. Garrison ridiculing him and goes to be homeschooled. Mark, who is in a hamster ball for his protection, answers all of Garrison's questions. Which and the balls, the balls, the boys all have problems. <laughs> the boys all have problems with him. So Dude. at the playground. Hold on, hold on. Before you go in, I just want to let's stop that. The, the, this scene is hilarious, and I'm going to cut this right. with Mr. Garrison. Dude, what's wrong with you? You have some kind of John Travolta disease? All right, children, let's just try to pretend there isn't a little boy in a huge plastic hamster ball here and go on with our studies. Now, who can tell me when Columbus sailed the seas and discovered America? <laughs> yes, Mark. Hey, how come you never pick me? Because you never know the right answer, but for brains, yes, Mark. The answer is 1492. However, the Americas had already been discovered by many before him, including the Vikings and the Native Americans, and therefore your question is a charade. Ah, oh, see, that's what I was going to say. So Mr. Garrison asks, is asking questions to his students, and his students, uh, you know, they're responding, uh, but Mark sticks his hand up in the air to answer the question. He answers the question about, uh, was it Christopher Columbus? When yeah. did Christopher Columbus? Yeah, and he goes off on his little tirade, and it makes his, <laughs> and he goes, well, Mr. your question was a charade. Right, he says. He says in 1492, uh, Columbus sailed so we could get off a day off from school with just three ships. He sailed over so we could have some me time in October. No, he didn't say that part. Uh, Mr. Garrison asked, uh, you know, who discovered America in 1492 or whatever it was. What year did Columbus discover America? And he said 1492, but technically, uh, it was actually discovered already by the natives and Indians. Therefore, making your question a charade. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Garrett, Mr. Garrett is like, wah, wah, well, spank my ass and call me a Charlie. No, he didn't say that, but right. he's, he, 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 go ahead. And I love how 
like Cartman was trying to raise his hand for it and Garrison doesn't pick him. And then he like calls out at, why don't you pick me? Because you're always fucking wrong or whatever he says to him. But Cartman, I bet you he would have fucking knew because in, he yeah. knew that in 14 motherfucking 92 Columbus sailed to get us off a day from school with just three ships. He sailed over. That's <laughs> me time in October. <laughs> I can oh, memorize man. that, but I can't memorize my own fucking intro. Um, no. Uh, so, <laughs> so go on. Now they're the bubble boy. As what mm-hmm. he's out on the playground. Go ahead, Joe. The boys all have problems with him. So on the playground, they make Mark come out of his hamster ball and duct tape him to the bench. Mark has no idea, but to go home with the bench still duct taped to him. Hey kid, get out of that hamster ball. Oh, I promised my father I wouldn't. Oh boy, sorry, dude. You're on your own. You best do what he says, a homeschool kid. Well, this is our part of the playground, see? And, and if you don't follow our rules, well, well, we're gonna duct tape you to the bench. You mean you would actually duct tape my entire body to a bench? For what purpose? Just get out of the hamster ball or else you gotta find out. Have a nice second half of the day, Nerdo. Yeah, why? Well, you shouldn't be such a smart mouth, Mr. Know-it-all. Mr. and Mrs. Cop. It's just so funny seeing it in writing. Like I know what happened. It's just well. Let's Mr. talk about let's talk about Butters and was it uh, Craig? It's Craig. Yeah, yeah Butters and yeah, Craig. Who? Yeah, it's Craig. Butters and Craig who intimidate Mark in his bubble, and they're like, "You need to come out of this bubble now." If I'm this bubble boy, I should have like gotten some advice from my dad or done a little bit of training with this bubble. And if these kids have really been trying to fuck me, why didn't he just drop kick in the bubble or just roll over them? He's in a fucking bubble. Yeah. And I mean, if I have butters trying to bag on me or something, I'm just popping <laughs> butters? butters in the face. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like butters. But you know what? In the early onset of the episodes, as we've mentioned with the meteor shower, what was it? The, uh, uh, two guys naked in a hot tub. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mentioned the fact that Butters in that episode was King Melvin, right? He yeah. was over Pip and um, uh, what's the third the little? The first grader's name. Damn it. Uh, Professor Chaos. Yeah. And, uh, General Disarray. General Disarray is what we'll General call him. General Disarray. Yeah. <laughs> little General Disarray. So when they yeah. were in that, uh, when they were in that episode, Butters was king top dog. So Butters mm-hmm. takes every opportunity, it looks like here in the early episodes, to mm-hmm. kind of uh, push away the uh, focus on him, on his sensitivity, and a little mm-hmm. bit of his nerdiness and, uh, and problematic nature of his personality onto others. And so much so, he's like, mm-hmm. you know, you got to, uh, after they duct tape him, he says, you know, you got to keep your goddamn mouth shut. You got to learn to keep your goddamn mouth shut. Yeah. So it makes me think that Butters, of course, has gone through this. Yeah. Yeah. Viva Montequilla. Viva Montequilla. Oh, fucking Montequilla. <laughs> now at night, Kyle is outside singing because Mr. and Mrs. Cotswold are horrified of seeing uh, Mark coming home. So he's out there all upset and they're like, uh, but Mark's like, you know what? Let me get one more day of school. So at night, Kyle is singing a song to Rebecca. Uh, Rebecca and he's like, <laughs> you really are just a fabulous Rebecca. <laughs> You're so nice, I'd like to get to know you better. So what do you say we get together? You really are quite good-looking, Rebecca. You really are quite good-looking, Rebecca. Rebecca, you're really quite good-looking. You're a 
Uh, I'm not going to lie. I think, I think Dude, I he, Oh, go ahead. He, I was going to say, I think I remember this song at one point when I was a kid and I changed the words to some girl's name. Yeah, you know, oh, easy. Look at you. Yeah, he lay, <laughs> he lays his game down so flat in this oh, scene. So it, it, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, oh, on. yeah. Some big dick energy in this. Whoa! No, I just came right out, guys. So, yeah, Kyle, Lena. Now, unfortunately, Rebecca Rebecca thinks he's but or she believes. That he's busking, right? Because <laughs> yeah. she, she throws fucking money out the window and it lands perfectly <laughs> in the case. So, goddamn, she's even good at throwing shit. But, you know, so anyway, so Kyle, unfortunately, does he's like uh, upset because, further because Rebecca does not believe, um, that, you know, there's anything there. Well, eventually there will be. But have you ever had that kind of individual when you were that age, maybe young age? Where you were into a girl and she just couldn't pick up on the signs, granola virus. The young now, oh, as the teach young. Joe, you gotta lay down thick, brah. Right. I Look. do not have Kyle Bruflovsky's level right. of game. All right. All right, Scoop, we're gonna have to like teach him. We're gonna, I'm get, we're gonna, yeah, I'm. I'm we're gonna, gonna be a project. We're gonna we're gonna rebuild you. It's going to be, you're going to be the million dollar. Like you thought I was a rebuild scoop. Wait till we rebuild Vernola. <laughs> oh God. I'm like Rachel Lee Cook and she's all that. What if, wow. we, what if, you know, scoop wow, could, here's my man card, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that'll be your gimmick because scoop is going to reef tune, tune you into a lean, mean fighting machine. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, anyway, or you'll just go, or you're just gonna end up signing scoop when you see how chiseled this guy is. Uh, so Step I up with the rocket fuel. Yeah, brother. So, uh, Mr. Cotsbold is now upset over the fact that his daughter is trying to be hit on by a boy. So he heads into town. He goes into the bar. Hey, gentlemen, can I have a word with you? Um, you really need to talk to your daughters or to your sons and tell them to stop you know, picking on my son. And as a matter of as a matter of fact, you need to tell your daughter or your son to stop hitting on my daughter. And Randy was like, "Well, we can't really do that, Mister Cotswold, because like we can't interfere in like you know the social hierarchy of our kids learning. That's something for them to learn by themselves, which is a fair point." And Gerald is like, and my son is learning about love. Maybe your daughter is learning about love too. And this infuriates him further. He points out the fact that, you know, maybe you should be better parents. And they, and unfortunately ends up making a uh, angry foe out of this interaction uh, as they feel like, well, this guy's a fucking nerd. (laughs) But so I have a question. The mom seemed to be okay with her daughter talking to a boy right now either one of two things happen because how they, they were both homeschooled the parents them being themselves they're both homeschooled they either met one of two ways okay you know the first way okay 
is they probably had like a mutual family friends or a mutual family homeschool. Maybe, you know, sometimes you go and you do play dates or you go with other, like my aunt teaches her homeschools her kids. So sometimes she'll take her kids over like every Friday to another mother who has kids who homeschool as well. And they're around the same age. And that way the kids can get social interaction and play. Right. So maybe they met that way. Or maybe they're inbred and <laughs> they're <laughs> from the same family. Um, now, I could have built up to that, but I thought I just needed to get that one out of the way. Or maybe they met at a homeschool convention. I don't know. But I mean, college. College. Well, I guess that would be true, but they didn't really say they went to college. Maybe they went to homeschool college, Joe. Fair enough. Maybe they went to online college. In 1999. Hey, they had the AOL. Mm -hmm. If I could get Cliff Notes, brah. <laughs> right. You've got mail. You've, You've got, got a got diploma. Mail. You've got mail. You're a reverend. I've got mail. Right. You've so got mail. The, the, got next mail. Day, the next day, Mark goes back to school. Unfortunately, he gets dub kicked again in the cafeteria after hearing about the Bay of Pigs Memorial Dance. Mm -hmm. Kyle then decides, you know what? I'm going to ask if Rebecca will go with me. So he goes to Rebecca's and he visits her and she immediately pulls him inside and says, let's, you know, pulls him upstairs. And Kyle's probably thinking, fuck yeah, right? I'm about fuck to do yeah. this. We about to do this. I'm about to slide it in. But unfortunately, to his dismay, she really wanted to play doctors. <laughs> and it looked like. <laughs> At one point in time before the parents interjected that she was about to, you know, I don't know, cut into his head. Did it look like that to you and me? Like yeah. she was about yep. to commit she some sort of actual surgical like, procedure? She cut his hair and everything. Shaved yeah. Hair, like, all that. It was scary. I'd be she, like, yeah, what? that was going to be an actual scalpel. Mm -hmm. let's, let's be, let's talk about this too here. At this point in time, did we, do we know that Kyle's a ginger? Have we seen the red hair yet? Uh, didn't we see it in the movie? No. Damn. Know. Do we know that he's a ginger right now? I think it's not until that one episode where, um, you're Muff Cabbage. Yeah. Uh, I think that's when we <laughs> learned that Kyle's got the crazy red hair. Yeah. Well, I don't know if we, we might learn it earlier. I don't know about that. I feel like there's going to be something earlier. Like do we, what's, what comes first? Muff Cabbage? Or the <laughs> the high school musical episode. You gotta do what you gotta do. Like because that one, well, you do I see his hair. Is it? But wasn't South Park is gay even before yes. the high school musical? So in the South Park is gay episode, we find out that he's got red hair. Yeah, that might be it. Or that's true. So. That being so. said, moving on, moving on. Go ahead, Joe, if you want to continue playing doctors and nurses, although not playing doctor is anyone would normally think Kyle becomes frustrated after Rebecca says she won't go to the dance with him later in the garden. Kyle introduces the kiss thing to Rebecca and she turns out liking it after two kisses with Kyle. She immediately gets gets convinced and agrees to go to the dance. She tells Kyle he can bet his sweet ass she'll go. So Tom about this is where we learn how just of a smooth player Kyle can be. 
You know what I'm talking about? He was yeah. just like, some, sometimes it's just something that you, you got to do. I was like, yo, he got her. He got her. He got wet. <laughs> uh, Cartman is then visited by Stan and Kenny, who tell him about the dance. Cartman really enjoys homeschooling because all he has to do is lie in bed, eating chips and watching TV. Phonics monkey goes mad from lack of food and beats Kenny to death. <laughs> Which this is one of my favorite Kenny deaths ever. He gets it from the monkey too. It's not like yeah, and it's not like it's quick either. It's just like a brutal beating from this yeah. tiny little monkey. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, it really was. Um, if you want, to pick it up, scoop. So the boys then decide to duct tape Mark to the flagpole at the dance while the adults plan the hold same on, thing. Hold on, I got I got to interject here. We can't cross over the fact with Cartman laying in bed. <laughs> yeah, I got that girl. I'm just at home standing, my man. I'm just hanging out with the, the I'm learning with the, the funniest monkey. And then later on, he's going to do that as well. Sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got you a new history textbook. Why don't you come downstairs? Uh, not right now, ma'am. <sighs> Eric, please, we have to do some studying today. I am studying, Mom. I'm learning with the phonics monkey. <laughs> hey, badass, how's homeschooling going? Oh, it's so sweet, you guys. Well, get your ass out of bed. We have to go deal with that homeschool kid. I can't. I'm too tired. Maybe tomorrow. So uh, this is when the boys, they decide to duct tape Mark to the flagpole at the dance. And the adults are planning the same exact thing to do with dad. So while they're at the dance, Rebecca comes in and she starts flirting with all the other boys while Kyle's standing there with flowers and watching it all go down. And you could literally see him just, you know, his heart just kind of break mm-hmm. in that instance, you know, sadness in his face as he's watching her walk up and then grab Token's ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you can and like and you can see Token's date getting all pissed off too. Mm-hmm. It's great. I'm leaving that. I'm leaving that in there. And, by the way, whatever that was, that was great. And it's so funny that, like, when she shows up, she looks like a Jersey girl, right? She, she looks like yeah. a little Jersey girl. Yeah, Snooky. Yeah, and she looked like I'm like oh, I'm like oh my god, she looks like she's from Jersey. She becomes a huge whore here, like yeah, like token like, hate, baby. Like kisses like <laughs> four dudes right in front right? of Kyle. Butters gets it, and then she doesn't she kiss uh 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 shit. What's his name? Um, Clyde. Clyde. Damn yeah. it. And and then Token grabs him on Token's ass. Yeah, mm-hmm. off Token's date. So uh, as Mark sees this go, uh, sees this go down. What happened to his sister? He blames Kyle on everything without really knowing what happened. And then that's when everybody starts to see how much of a badass he is. You're out of control. You did this to my sister. Uh, all I did was show her how to. You made my sister into a slut. I'll kill you. Ah! <laughs> and Mark's father comes in. And shuts off the music and asks where his children are. Mark then explains to his father that he can't keep protecting them since they need to socialize. Otherwise, they'll go downhill when they discover sexual activities as Rebecca did. And this is when, uh, you know, he, tell, he calls Cartman, uh, what, what does he call him, a fuckwad? Is that what it was? What oh, I can't remember. And then he was like, now you get it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so this is when Mr. and Mrs. Cotswold finally identify themselves with Mark and let him attend public school from then on. And we never a... see him again. Right. Yeah, and we never see him again. Never... And they are yeah, the he goats. probably fucking killed himself as mm-hmm. uh, the Saved by the Bell, Zach Morris is trashed. That like then. And, and they probably yeah. fucking killed themselves. <laughs> Zach Morris is trash. And Zach Morris is trash. And like, I mean, they could be the goats of the one-offs. Oh, damn. But, like, the whites are a great one-off. <laughs> no one ever asks what the whites Just, But, I mean, that was more well, the whites are more. They're reoccurring. They've been in multiple episodes I, now. Yeah, they have. I'm, dude. That's not one-off. Dude, oh, dude. I'm gimmicked. I'm really... Uh-huh. That's for he's out there. Joe's gone. He's he's on the scene, light that green concussion, something of that air that's making him feel like a fiend. Oh, you like that wrestling reference? Oh. So lit, like that was it, guys. It ended with the episode of um, them uh, of the. Let's talk about one more thing that was great. Yeah, yeah. The best fucking song in this episode from Dio. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Fucking Dio, yeah. Don't you see Ronnie, here's number one. Here's the song that you helped me make number one. Back off my first album. (laughs) And then it goes into the whole time. Anyway, you've been down uh, too long. You've been down too long in the midnight scene. Oh, don't you see what I mean? Anyway, the tiger's got stripes. Oh, don't you see what I mean? Light the tiger. Light the tiger. Anyway, so that was it, guys. That was your full recap of South Park episode. We got through it of episode number 46 for us and number 43 overall. Now, let's get into it, guys. Ready? What did did Kenny say? What did Kenny say? So Kenny doesn't have a lot of lines in here, so this is good for us. In this case, after after her magamide of a podcast that we put together today. So in the early onset, uh, (laughs) Kyle asked, hey, that's it, the dance. I can ask Rebecca to go to the dance. And Stanislik says, dude, what happened? You're a total wuss now. (laughs) And for the the purposes of this podcast and this episode, I'm going to say a word that is offensive. But Kenny says, yeah, dude, you're a faggot, dude. Fuck yes. (laughs) So that is what Kenny's line was. Now Mark says, why do you call Kyle names and laugh at him? Is he not your friend? And Stan says, yeah, dude, but guys, just do that. We rip on each other ends. Uh, uh, (laughs) Stan ends up saying the next portion, well, get your ass out of bed uh, when he walks into Carpenter's room as Kenny walks off. We have to go deal with that homeschool kid. Carl's like, "Eh, yeah, yeah, I do that. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. And then uh, Kenny, <laughs> reaching over to the monkey's muffin, says, can I have that? Or sorry, it's a snacky smart in the monkey's hand. But the monkey gets really pissed and starts fighting with Kenny <laughs> over the snack. At this point, you have to think Kenny will probably let go of this snacky smart. But no, he's, he's just getting attacked by a monkey. 
And then Stan says, but the big dance is tomorrow, and all the guys are going to duct tape him to a flagpole. And Garvin's like, that dance, kid. Maybe I'll go to that. <laughs> Kenny getting smacked against the nightstand by the monkey, yells out, hey. And then he also yells out, hey, Cartman, help me. And then Cartman's like, yeah, thanks, monkey. But as we mentioned, the Stan says, oh, my God. I like this part, though. Stan says, oh, my God. Phonics monkey killed Kenny. And instead of the you bastard, Kenny or Cartman says, you damn shit. You damn shit. That's a bad phonics monkey. It's a bad phonics monkey. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's that's what all right, guys, that's what Kenny yeah. said. Yeah. And that's what Kenny yeah. said. All right, so, uh, Scoop, why don't you start us off with the trivia here? So this is the only appearance of the Coswalls, the Goats, family with the exception of Mark, who makes cameos in later episodes. This is the last episode Mary Kay Bergman worked in. The episode was aired the day before her suicide. Oh, that's damn. That's, yeah. Damn. The title is a pun on the hooked on phonics spelling learning system. The word Kyle had to spell at the spelling bee, Croxfilodilic, is not an actual word. We could have just scrolled down instead of. <laughs> I know that was the move on you guys. You're. A, that's why I got up. You're that's a, why I got a, up and did my own. Hey, well, you guys are probably talking shit during the janitor portion, which we'll hear later. It wasn't shit. It, it was entertaining, compelling content and no. verbal chocolate. You know what? When Herbal I was playing the music talk. earlier, where was that goddamn hype I wanted that? It's right here. The name of the school dance is South Park Elementary Bay of Pigs Memorial Dance. It is named after an unsuccessful attempt by a CIA-trained force of Cuban exiles to invade southern Cuba with the support from the U.S. government. Armed forces to overthrow the Cuban government of Fidel Castro. It was launched on April 17, 1961 and ended two years later. True story, and if you'd like to hear more That's information fucked. on the Bay, if you'd like to hear more of information on the Bay of Pigs, one of our hosts here, Hami Media Group, Conspiracy Horseman did an episode, of course, on the Bay of Pigs and that uh, whole oh. scandal thing. Sure. So go back and check that out if you want to Google. Just Google Bay of Pigs, Conspiracy Horseman. The keywords will help you find it. Is this the Every- first time you've heard about the Bay of Pigs? Not the first time I've heard about it, but like this is gonna be the first time I'm actually gonna look into what happened. Okay, I've heard Bay of Pigs before. I, I don't know exactly what happened. Okay, so this is the first time that you've been like brought up. Okay, gotcha. Roger. Yeah, the Bay, of, the Bay of Pigs itself definitely was one of those, uh, as you mentioned there, was the U.S. government looking to help overthrow the Cuban government or overthrow Fidel Castro, yeah. which is, which is uh, you know, we uh, as a society, as a country, I mean, we're, we're not – narcissistic or naive to our own government's uh, foreign domestic policy in implicating the Western philosophy. Now, I would, uh, based on Boeing, knowing both you guys, I know that your guys' mindset is like, I love being in America, but that doesn't mean we need to fucking go to the rest of the world and say, you need to be like America. So uh, that being said here, I also think that that was a play on the, uh, that's kind of what America does. They did mm-hmm. that in Iraq uh, without finding any weapons of mass destruction. It's about to, it's a god tell you what it's about a preserving the sanctity of the 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 the, the united Nations. you know we did it in panama literally because we right. were tired of sailing around the horn 
Operation yeah. Desert Storm. My uncle was he was sent there. So I don't know. Banana Republics. Look them up. Banana Republics. Go ahead, Scoop. Finish this up. The flag of Slovenia appears on the back of Rebecca Cotswold's bedroom door. The molecule hanging in Rebecca's room is ethnoic acid. Cartman briefly Cartman briefly sings a song, the lyrics to which are Who would have thought such a miracle could be? Who could have known that this moment I would see? A new way of living, a chance to be free. No, yeah, go ahead. We're just going to dive into the pop culture here. Got yeah. it right into the pop culture. The heavy metal band Dio performs its hit song, Holy Diver, during the school dance. Of course, Ronnie James Dio from Black Sabbath. This was his solo project. When, <clears throat> excuse me there, when Kyle is oh, talking God, to God. Rebecca outside her house about flicker of light. This is a direct reference to the Star Trek episode, the gamesters of Triskelion in which Captain Kirk gives a similar speech to an equally sheltered. Oh yeah. Shana Shahana. Shahana. Cartman asking Mark if he's in a plastic hamster ball because he has John Travolta <laughs> disease is an implied reference to the 1977 <laughs> TV movie The Boy oh, in the, the Plastic, in the bubble, plastic bubble, bubble, which if you've never John seen Travolta. it, yeah, That's which great. if you've never seen it, yeah, oh it's great. God. It's so much better than Bubble Boy with Matt Damon, or is that not, is that the, the, the twin movies where no, he's No, Bubble Boy, that yeah, is, that, uh, Bubble Boy is Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. It was Jake, yeah. Yeah, say, um, stuck on you is the one with Matt Damon, and is it Greg Kinnear? It's not Matt Greg Kinnear. Matt Damon. I'm part of the Film Actors Guild. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. So, although Mark appears in a few episodes in a cameo role, Rebecca isn't seen again. Though if you look closely at Super Fun Time, you can see a girl resembling Rebecca with the same hair but different clothes. Now, I would argue that she doesn't have the same little, you know, I, you don't see that. So, I like the little braces. Yeah. yeah. The braces as well. Yeah, that too. Um, so, this is Butters receives his first kiss from an out of control Rebecca Cotswold. Cotswolds. However, in Butter's bottom bitch, <laughs> the other boys tease him for never having kissed a girl. The boys are about this event. However, we got you. We got you. It is more more likely that this is a continuity error, or he didn't kiss back. The boys so may have forgotten, but Butters never would have. Yeah, so, and that's what I'm saying. So maybe but yeah. does Butters now recognize this as a kiss, or is this a continuity error? Either that, or he tried saying, "Yeah, Rebecca Cutswell." No, dude, that doesn't count. Maybe, maybe <laughs> she was kissing everyone that night, dude. <laughs> yeah, the, she's getting it. The instrumental version of Chef Song "Stinky Bridges" is played at the school's dance. With Pretty good, Mark Dio performs. Uh, as this is an earlier episode, Butters has yet to be developed into his current persona, and as such, is a bit out of character, along with Craig. He's seen, I don't know, Craig's out of character. As we've mentioned in previous episodes, we feel like that he is acting out based on homosexuality. Uh, but, but in this episode, he is seen taking part in the bullying of Mark, demanding he'd leave his hamster ball. Uh, and that part that is part of their playground. And then uh, tapping to be, uh, taping to the bench, 
he's generally, of course, mean steered towards Mark in this episode. And that's maybe because he doesn't want to be one of the few people not to pick on him and be singled out. Well, that's, that's, that's not out of character uh, for Craig itself. And I think that's just more Craig. You know, Craig's kind of always been a dick until he comes out and he accepts his homosexuality. And I think Tweak has made Twi Craig a more sensitive, caring person. And thus now we don't see Craig flipping people off at the principal's office. Uh, of course, Cartman is revealed to be extremely poor at spelling, a fact that he once admitted in season one episode, Tom's rhinoplasty. However, in many other episodes, Cartman doesn't seem to be troubled by this problem. All right, go ahead, guys. Get into your top likes. Boom. Joe, go. Um, the the whole thing, the drumming rhythm with the monkey, I liked. That was, and the fact that the monkey, just the ass kicking that the monkey gives to kenny is just fantastic and i mean there was a lot about the monkey that i did like although he also ties into one of my dislikes with this episode but which i'll get into later um a lot of these are actually scoop the other one i had is actually scoops so i'm not going to touch that as far as top likes Actually, two of those are what Scoops is, <laughs> so I'm not gonna, not really gonna touch those. But I'll, I'll let him. Give us your top likes. So um, I loved how smooth Kyle is in this episode, but unfortunately, we don't really see anything like it. And later, like we don't see him outside another girl's window playing the guitar. Like what? That was so. And like the song was so dope. Like Rebecca, you are so attractive, Rebecca. <laughs> I really want to get to know you, Rebecca. Rebecca. Um, I, I counter argument. He might have been invited to. He might have been invited to stupid, spoiled whore playground uh, party. So he, remember, Cartman tries to get in. Now I believe Kyle and Stan might have been at this party. So one of the girls could have been trying to get in Kyle's. I'd like to get a piece of that. Uh, hunk of me could have been one of those guys. You know what I'm saying? I'd like to get a slice of that Jewish coat. I'm kosher. I don't know. It's <laughs> um, so it, it could be, it could be that too, but you're, you're a good point though. There really hasn't been much of Kyle's uh, guitar skills besides moop when we get to that. But other than acoustic format, looking to try to get laid, he really doesn't play guitar. Or a guitar queero. A guitar queero. Is that, you I guess that's, that's not, that doesn't really count. Bad. That doesn't really count, though. <laughs> and, uh, and one of my other top likes, or I love how mean. I think this is really the only episode we get to see Butters this mean, to where he actually like gets to like really beat somebody up. You know what I mean? And then like really, really follows the crowd like that. After this, it's like he kind of becomes the one picked on. There is. A, there might be one or two more episodes later. And these earlier seasons, yeah, probably, yeah. Okay. It might be one or two later where he does it. I know, that, well, eventually, I think, I mean, obviously, we get a full-on Butters episode. That's coming up here. I, I believe it's either next, I think it's next season or season five. So It's we'll be the first it. episode of five. It is the first episode of five. So in the first season, episode of five, then we'll get a Butters very own special. And that's when we're going to get the real introduction of Butters which eventually he'll go through his own version of the bachelorette and lose and get kicked out. And professor chaos is born. So, but that's a little bit ways away. That's seven, eight, nine, ten 10 seasons away or so, or a couple of seasons, whatever that being said, scoop continue on your top likes. Sorry. Uh, that's pretty much 
that's pretty much it for the episode. Other, we, we've already talked about how the two homeschool kids are the goat of vanishing mm-hmm. characters. Like, she was legitimately about to cut open Kyle's head. Yeah. If her dad didn't walk in. Like. <laughs> right. And, like, if you if you think about how scary real in a situation with, like, a smart-ass little kid is, you know, and they know that much information, they could try an experiment. And for all you know, you could walk into your daughter one day, like, doing surgery on some kid. <laughs> He's like, right, no, and they're, like, watching it on YouTube while I... Okay. Okay. <laughs> Incision here. Well, hey, that's how they're going to liposuction butters, right? That's how they're going to figure it out via book. So, like, it's going to start somehow. It's got to start somehow. Uh, I liked Cartman in this episode, just the homeschooling. This was prime Cartman. I just like that he was kind of all, not necessarily a main part of this episode, but he was also a, a good background character. Cause I think, you know, when we were kids, we all wanted to be homeschooled mm-hmm. realistically. Cause we thought that it was going to be awesome. Like, Hey, I'll just stay at home and like not have to go do assignments and just get to sleep all day. When realistically Leanne was trying she was trying to homeschool him. So I did like that aspect. Um, another thing that I really liked in this episode, as you mentioned, I liked the monkey killing Kenny. That was a great death scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was funny. I also liked Holy Diver by Dio. I mean, I, I do not like that band. So I like them great. It's great. Uh, um, top can... likes. Go ahead. So about homeschooling, uh, my mom actually tried to homeschool us for a good year. A good year. We tried it. And there's a lot of things and guidelines and stuff that, like, the state and something provides for you that you have to accomplish and you have to have done by a certain amount of time. You can get it done beforehand. Like, we were able to, like, we were, we did okay. Um, but a lot of it was trying to do some of the trips and stuff with six kids was not easy growing up on the field trips and stuff that you have to do. Um, that sounds like a goddamn field trip, doesn't it? Like you have to be able to do stuff that will that's uh, can be incorporated into a school system. So like it has to be on par with what somebody in the school is learning. Like yeah, the district and state send you a curriculum and curriculum stuff like he was that. saying. Yeah, do you have to <clears throat> you're doing the museum trips and stuff like that? Do you get the discount? Did your parents still get the discount? Yeah, for school? yeah, there was definitely there was a there was a discount. But it was cool when I was when I was learning about the math. They they teach you to count zero one two three so it'd be like at three you, you've already counted four times so you 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 count zero as a number because zero technically is a number well it's an infinite number but yeah technically it was speaking. really weird i was like uh, one two three four says it right there bro you got four <laughs> you but got some four. of it was actually kind of hard too yeah, I mean, I, it it, that is the one thing that I liked about school that I will say that they really should implement implement more of is more field trips, like getting out of the classroom and going places at, at that age, because those those types of um, trips are impressionable upon kids and can be oh, lasting, yeah, a long lasting effect. You know, what my I mean? favorite field trip was in fifth grade. We went to Philadelphia. See, I never. Bro, got to that shit was like that. dope. I got a little a little brass trumpet from downtown Philadelphia as a souvenir. I want to say probably some of the best field trips I went on were more like 
um museums in los angeles when i was younger like those were kind of cool like the big museums where your school gets on a bus and you go with all your friends and you have your lunchable mm-hmm. and you hang out and blah blah blah. so those those were fun uh but i never got to go to philadelphia like it would have been cool like, if we had gotten to go like the hollywood walk of fame as a field trip or something like that because i mean i've gone there you know plenty of times but as a kid that would have been cool to like explore up and down with your friends like that and you're being stupid my name's gonna be right here one day just you wait and see giants <laughs> giants help us god anyway um that's a little giant reference for people nah, i caught it yeah, i know I you did it. I, I got it. That's an old movie as well. Um, but that was the uh, – how about top dislikes? Anybody, Joe, did you, anything you didn't like? Um, <clears throat> yeah. As much as I liked the monkey drumming out the rhythm and the and all that and beating the ever-loving snot out of Kenny for his death, I just it, didn't like the trope of the helper monkey. It had been – it's been done to death in so many other things. And I think the Simpsons had done it like in season seven or eight. So it was just prior to this. And in every helper monkey episode, there's always the eventuality of the monkey turning fat and lazy or just being mistreated. And it just, yeah, it, it was kind of annoying. I mean, you were talking about the monkey being a trope in The Simpsons. They've overused it, right? From being the helper monkey yeah. to, to Homer to mm-hmm. being on the Krusty the Clown show. Right. To whenever Homer can't think about anything, he thinks about a monkey with a symbol. Well, yeah, and ring. that's a wind-up toy. But, yeah, you're right. The um, You're right. The Simpsons have used monkeys as a trope entirely. But even the helper monkey itself has become a trope across so much in – pop culture and comedy and stuff like it, it was i mean not necessarily a helper monkey but they had one in fucking friends for crying out loud right like jesus and they they were like they wrote that monkey hard yeah like marcel was the star of that second season uh, uh scoop uh is there anything you dislike um the only thing that i kind of disliked was the lack of cartman or I feel like maybe Sheila could have had a role in the spelling bee. Um, I don't know. There's not much that let's I be, Let's be real. Like no, no, no. Let's be real. This was a filler episode. I mean, other than Kyle, you know, having some character. This is what we talked about at the beginning of this season. And this might even be mm-hmm. before we brought Joe on full time. But we talked about once we get to the second half mm-hmm. of this season, it starts to become a, kind of a downhill, right? You yeah, and I talked. Yeah. Okay, that would mean you. you and I talked about. Yeah, you and I talked about it too a couple of weeks ago when uh, Scoop was out too in, in in the Grand Canyon or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah when he was looking you at a giant hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it just it just helps remind you how small you are. Yeah. No, it does. Uh, I. Love the Grand Canyon. I just like making I just giant hole jokes. Just wanted to go and climb down that giant hole, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, Did you climb it down? Did you go down the hole? No. You didn't go down the hole? No. Elevator go down the hole. Elevator go down. That's what I was going with. That was my next thing. He stole it out from under mm-hmm. me. Um. Well, and that's, I mean, that. so this was, like I said, this was a filler episode, realistically, mm-hmm. is what it was. Yeah. You know, so it's not something that's going to that doesn't like last in the echelon of South Park greatest mm-hmm. episodes. It's let's be real here. We haven't done this in a while. Is this in Ski's top twenty? 
No. Is this in Ski's Top 50? Nope. Is this in Ski's Top 100? Yeah, we'll put it in the Top 100. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you this is in my Top 200. This is like 198. Yeah. This is like 205. Joe, is this in your Top 50? No. Is it in your Top 100? Nah. Ooh, is it in your top 200? Somewhere between 175 and two, yeah. Okay. 150, 175. Okay, is it in I literally just said between yeah, 165. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going hey, home. Hey, hey. Yeah, daddy, you're already home. You're locked down. I know. I, yeah, I know. You're locked down how does that feel a dude like as a person who has done like a 72 hour stretch a couple times this is almost as bad really yeah Yeah, like i thought it was gonna be easy for me too because i was like you know i was on lockdown this whole time it was fine you know it kind of didn't really go anywhere now it's like now i can't go somewhere i'm like yeah well fuck (laughs) Right, like I can't even go upstairs and bullshit with the roommate or something with like the roommates or something, which like sucks. Right, like yeah. I I didn't think about like I I don't know like I've just been thinking like you know I'm not I'm at home so much as it is already. So would I be really would I be able to handle it? Like, I think I would, but I mean, if you guys are saying you can't, that's interesting. Yo, I am a serious introvert and I thought, and I'm like, okay, if I ever get sick, no big deal. I'm not even sick. (laughs) Like, that's the thing. And it, it it just, and like, I'm completely negative, but CDC says you gotta stay for 14 days. It's, and I mean, they know more than I do, but this is like, I'm on day seven, I think. And I just want to, I mean, but luckily I'll be on like day 12 by the time this airs and I'll just be like, there's a light. You want to punch somebody in the face? Right now. Totally. Like I've been trying to not think about that. All right. Why bring it up, dude? All right, all right, all right. Well, ladies like, and gentlemen, I even talked to my therapist today, man. What the all fuck? All right, God, <laughs> all right, all right. Well, mental breakdown here on fucking air. <laughs> Christ. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's gonna do it for another edition of Check My Bad. Check My Bad. We'll be back next week, as we mentioned. We get on the second half of this season. Uh, we do get a good one next week with Starvin Marvin in space. Starvin Marvin returns, mm-hmm. and we get Marklar. So Marklar, uh, Marklar, Marklar, Marklar. Mar- that's one Marklar. of maybe like Marklar. two good episodes left in this half of the season. Yeah, I'm gonna try and reach out to somebody. There's somebody on the Hami Media Group network mm-hmm. that uh, likes to use the phrase Marklars. So I'm gonna see if, and I know he watches South Park. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna see if we can get him on. Otherwise, I don't want to promote him, but it, or promote something we can't get on. However, he does host a show. His name's Andrew Bello. So I'll put him over. Uh, you can check out the Wednesday Locker Room 
with mm-hmm. uh, Strangler Steve King, who was trained by Killer Kowalski, as well as he did appear on WWF television in the early 90s, wrestled Yokozuna, Bret Hart, and go back and watch all that. He's an enhancement talent, but he's still part, a uh, vital part of the team. And hey, he got to fucking WWF. So, <laughs> fuck. Uh, that being you know what I mean? That being said, also joining him is the one of the best, uh, I guess you might say, alternative thinker radio host, Billy Ray Valentine. He also hosts Wednesday Locker Room along with those two. And he also hosts The Infinite Fringe. So check that out. It's not necessarily a conspiracy-based show. He does do different types of theories and different types of thoughts. But it's not all conspiracy-based. It's more just alternative thought and mind and different topics. So go check that out if you're into that. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host on the scene where the air is clean and I'm sparking the green. Yeah, boy, MSG. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Matthew underscore Schaffer. You can also check me out on our other Twitter account, Hami Media Group. If you'd like to get all of your information on pro wrestling, conspiracy, and beyond, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook at Hami Media Group. You can also check us out on Twitter at SegmentBoustPad, where I just basically tweet the South Park stuff. But sometimes we interact South Park-related memes and gifts and different quotes. So if you'd like that, get your daily stuff of South Park, SegmentBoust. Um, of course, Scoop, do you want to leave us with any parting words? Dave, got anything planned for today? I am fucking going to conquer the crown tundra on Pokemon Sword. My boys. Right. I'm talking about. Going to get it done today, son. All right. Well, Scoop's got a brand new switch, Animal Crossing. Um, you know, cool you. That. And uh, Vernola Virus, who's been in lockdown. For seven days, mm-hmm. are you are you monetizing yourself yet? Are you streaming? What are you doing? Keep um, busy. I'm gonna do some streaming. Uh, I've been doing a lot of grinding on Diablo three to uh, pass the time, but I also had a show to write this week. Find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitch at uh, JV the Nine. You can follow Primos Pro Wrestling on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram um devotion championship wrestling as well all that fun stuff you can still find the internet pay-per-view on fight as well for 9.99 yo yo i think my man popped a molly check my bash (laughs) we're fucking done check my bash
Are you interested in joining our elite roster of sponsors? From now through the end of the year, Hamid Media Group is offering special rates as we continue our exponential growth. As we expect to hit 3 million downloads in the first half of 2021, giving you the absolute best value for you to advertise your company, brand, product, service, or podcast. We encourage you to reach out at Group at gmail.com and ask us how we can give the Hameen Media Bump to you.